Welcome to another tale from George's Pocketbook. George is a frontline UK response officer dedicated to fighting crime, resolving family disputes in minutes that have taken years to break down and getting in the faces of the social underclass. All events are real and names and places have been changed to protect the innocent, not so innocent and plain stupid. Unit to duel please. Suspects on 14 Richmond Street. Suspects on. Those two words in a radio message guarantee to make all police officers' ears twitch. The thrill of the chase. You can't beat it. George called up. Mike 14, show me on route. ETA, three minutes. He flicked the blue lights on and floored the accelerator. The Ford Focus diesel clattered into life. The two tones wailing at the rush hour traffic. His probationer held onto the FM handle, a look of fear and a mad grin spreading across his face. His first blue light run, hopefully memorable for the right reasons. The traffic parted in front of them and they had a clear path. In his mirror, George could see two other units behind them in a distance. Neither were response drivers and they were doing their best to make their way through the traffic. He could also hear a dog unit call up, offering their assistance and realising that they were after his quarry but he was absolutely determined that no one was going to get to his prey before him. They arrived on scene in just under three minutes. The dog unit arrived immediately after. The informant was clearly upset. I arrived home and I noticed the kitchen door was open. I think I saw someone run out the back. My laptop was dropped on the back step. The dog unit was deployed and quickly picked up a scent. Just behind the burgled house was a row of three partly built houses and the dog was now very exciting, barking and circling around close to one of them. Police dog, come out or the dog comes in, shouted the handler. There was no reply from inside the unfinished building. The dog unit went in, but came back out again five minutes later. No trace on the ground floor. I can't get the dog up on the first floor because the staircase isn't finished. George went in and could see that the loft hatch was hanging down. They then had a brief discussion about deploying the dog by shoving it up the unfinished stairs. Not a chance. Too risky. The dog could get hurt, said the dog handler. George and his probationer, who was now dragging a dragon lamp, a public order shield and a NATO helmet behind him, climbed up to the first floor and then heard a noise from the loft. By now, other units had arrived and one of them came back with a stepladder. Being the biggest and the most experienced, everyone decided that George was going to go up first. If Billy Burglar was up there, the sight of him dressed up as Darth Vader with bat and NATO helmet and shield might actually make him think twice about playing up. Again they called, Police dog, come out or the dog comes up. Still no response, so George squeezed through the hatch and gingerly searched the loft with the dragon lamp. Nothing. He shouted again. This time he saw the loft insulation twitch in a corner. George crept over toward where he saw the movement, feeling rather like Elmer Fudd. The words stay very, very quiet, going over and over in his head as he went. He heard his probationer struggling through the loft hatch following behind him. He gave the insulation a prod with his baton and felt something hard. A firmer prod and something squealed. Got him. That squirry wabbit in the form of Billy Burglar was unceremoniously hauled up by his t-shirt. No older than 15 years old, covered in dust and fibre from the loft insulation, he was directed to the loft hatch where he was arrested by George for burglary before anybody else could say the magic words. <laughs>